0: i goes for mine find the prime won't eat the green eggs and swine online like the search in the hoodie with the woody get a disc or tape at sam goody why'd you run through the door some left open roping off the scenes of the crime smoking i got pub and i'm a nut like a scud sea blowing up like i'm throwing up a beef patty sellouts run about like the measles no cures because pop goes the weasel, goes the weasel, goes pop. Pop goes the weasel, goes the weasel, goes pop. Yeah! Okay. Yeah. Nice! <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Nice! Continue podcast! <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to nothing but dub records for the last two days straight, so all I have in my head is, like, visions of Jamaican dudes in 1967 getting ridiculously stoned and then saying, you know how we're going to improve reggae? And then just hitting a button, and it just goes... (laughs) That's where we are. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a dub podcast this is the continue podcast a podcast about video games and the other things that the human beings hosting it adore and want to continue the conversation with you about and speaking of those people we have myself anthony john agnello and my favorite co-hosts in history we have staff roberts dave roberts hello i got a job Yay! Yay. Uh, i'm not
1: going to talk about like where i got the job because i would it's a normal job, and I want to keep like online video game me separate from that. But oh. uh, but yeah, so we're gonna. Well, Dave's you know, Batman. We got some stuff. Everybody. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm to <laughs> Um, I mean, you go on my LinkedIn; it's fine. But you know, <laughs> you so, so 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 that is, it's just so I don't have to put a thing on my Twitter profile that says opinions don't reflect out of my employer because it like that doesn't do jack shit. So. So yeah, uh, we got some schedule finagling to do, but uh, we're still gonna make it work for you fine folks. I'm gonna have to have, I, like I'm gonna have a desk. Like a I desk? have to go in an office and work with people. I don't know about that, Dave. That's like the first
0: time that's happened in like 5 years, so I I don't know. I don't know about the whole putting on pants thing. I don't know. I don't know about wearing pants for work. They'll
1: let me wear jeans. They'll let you wear nice. jeans. That's that's Yeah, nice. I don't ha- I don't have to dress up in like khakis all week they're casual fridays i I hate khaki no well like it's
0: casual all day unless that's what now uh, you're talking that's that's the best well congratulations man i'm very excited uh for the new endeavor uh speaking of people who endeavor to be awesome susan R.
2: the westworld finale was bullshit
0: all right see i this is why i've never stopped started watching westworld at all Because everybody's like, oh, Westworld's so smart and enigmatic and deep. And every single time I see a clip of Anthony Hopkins doing his, like, Anthony Hopkins in the season one was clearly just doing meet Joe Blackface. And, like, I don't need to see Anthony Hopkins doing his serious maudlin face anymore. I've seen plenty of it. And if I want to see him do it now, I want to see him yelling at Chris Hiddleston while he does do it. So, it, it, it Everybody's saying the season finale of of season two was terrible. I'm like, I don't know. It seemed like it was always heading into a brick wall with its pretensions. Is that an incorrect impression? It's not.
2: Uh, The thing is, half of Westworld, and this is both seasons, half of it is really cool sci-fi. Like, it's a really cool... Okay, so you have a, a park that you know the theme park where you, you get to go and you know be a cowboy or, or what or go to a Raj in India or whatever. Neat, cool, hmm, but what why would someone fund this park? Hmm. Because they're making copies of the consciousness consciousnesses of all their guests. And what would happen if the hosts became self aware? And like that's all good classic sci-fi. Awesome. And then you get the other half is all the pretentious, drawn out the, these violent delights have violent ends. Bullshit
0: Timeout. Time, out, time ah. out. Is that an actual line? Oh yeah! No oh not. oh yeah <laughs> no i i only accept that kind of dialogue from hideo kochima and no yeah. one else i know we we already
2: have that quote of that yeah you
0: don't need any more of it
2: it's so but and then for what, what really killed it for me i mean it was mm, not good but so evan rachel wood plays uh dolores who is one of the most important characters in the entire show between both seasons and the character the, the character narrative that she has given as a host is the rancher's daughter. So she talks really breathy, nope. like
0: this. Wait, it's domestic samus.
2: It's, it's domestic <laughs> samus. Yeah. Like she should, everything is delivered in this half whisper. Even once she has become self-aware and started slaughtering people across the park, she's still talking in this... Fuck you, bitch. Okay? It's like... It's all those...
1: uh, It's all those ASMR videos that they... Exactly, yes!
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's Westworld's real appeal. It's in, like, the brochure. It's like, go into a fully simulated world and also just get you all your ASMR kicks Is Andrew House running this place? (laughs) There's there's somebody who's going to just clink a glass next to you. Yes, Andrew House did all... What do you think his new job is? He went over to Westworld Inc. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you the most social simulation of the old Western Aztec culture. He, oh, he'd sir. make a
1: really good, like,
0: old-timey Barker.
1: Yeah. He would, actually. I would, I would, he would put on a bowler hat. Yeah.
0: And then I would give go, him a dashing vest. If there was, like, a boardwalk and Andrew House was on it, I would step right up. I would. I would <laughs> Indeed. <right> well, <laughs> I,
2: you would roll up. Yeah. It's Andrew I would House, help, I would so it's roll you. up. Yes. yes. Roll Sorry. up, roll up, roll up.
0: So where let's let's go full spoilers on this, I, okay. like since it sucks. Like so, what happens? <laughs> Why is it so bad? Okay, this, so the- this is very pertinent to to one of our big subjects this week, which is endings are hard.
2: Kids. Endings are hard. Although it, oh god, it isn't even an ending. Okay, let me put it to you this way: the showrunners had to give interviews explaining. What happens in that the finale? Song. That's right? always a good sign, <laughs> right? Like, like okay. So the first season is all uh, setting up what the park is, how it works, establishing all of that, and then establishing that some of the hosts are starting. What the way a host works is they are a character in a narrative. Uh, mm-hmm. Tandy Newton plays the madam of the saloon. She has a. She's supposed to have set parameters of what she can do and say. She's an NPC. Okay, some of the NPCs are starting to become self-aware and remember that they keep doing the same things over and over and over again. That's cool. But then the the main plot is Dolores is falls in love with the character who becomes the man in the black hat and it just drags on forever and for some reason... There are like Mexican banditos involved, and I and there's dynamite, and I don't even know why and whatever. Okay, family. It it sets up the family backstory that will become extremely important in season two. The guy who uh, he falls in love with Dolores, the host. He has his heart broken. When he realizes that she's just programmed that way. She didn't really love him. She's not a real girl. And that makes him bitter and cold and horrible. And he goes on to uh, run the park and do horrible things. Okay. Groovy. Second season, we have now established. She, the first season ends with Dolores shooting Anthony Hopkins in the back of the head. Mm. And, and she
0: hated Meet Joe Black too.
2: Because she hated me, Joe Black, too. <laughs> she was like, why is this three hours long? I get it. It's so- death and he wants to ban girl from mole rats. Fine. Peanut get butter, it right? Up. It's a metaphor. I understand.
0: Just get there.
2: The hosts go crazy. They start killing all the humans in the park. Cool. All right. Second season. We learn more about the history of the park, more about the experiment to uh, create... If you can copy a person's consciousness, you can put it into a new body and you can live forever. And Dennis okay.
0: Nedry steals the robot embryos. and Dennis,
2: yes. And he sabotages the park. By the way, had somebody uh, sabotage my park at Jurassic Park or, uh, Evolution. Yeah! Motherfuckers, I didn't I didn't pay enough attention to the science division, so they let my T Rex and Velociraptors out for a stroll. You got BD Wonged. I got be- BD Wonged! Yeah, I was like, really? episode title. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so the entire the entire second season of Westworld is ju- is just the hosts getting to the place where all the backed up people brains are and destroying. It sounds,
0: them. Sounds, That's it.
2: That's it. I I don't
0: understand why I would watch this when instead. I could drink whiskey and watch Wild Wild West and play with an Optimus Prime toy and get a comparable and better experience. Oh, it's yeah,
2: it's just better. There's, well, okay, there's less racism in Westworld. All right, there's some... <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right let me roll back. I could drink whiskey, play with an Optimus Prime toy, and watch Maverick. That show. No, no, the no. Mel Gibson, John yes. Foster, Alfred Molina pictures. Yes. Maverick. Yes. Yeah. Alright. It's a great movie. <laughs> <It's... laughs> Maverick rules. That's great flip. Maverick movie. does <laughs> rule. It's a very good movie. There's something very unnatural about watching Mel Gibson and Jodie Foster kissing, but I'm on board with <laughs> everything else. Uh, so okay, so this so what happens at the end of season two if it's all about oh. exploring these origins?
2: Okay. The end of season two, the hosts. Who are self-aware, upload themselves into a virtual space, basically. They upload okay. their brains. They are now no longer in the park. Their backups don't exist anymore. The humans cannot use and abuse them anymore. They are off. They are safe. They are protected.
0: They've they they've lawnmower manned it.
2: They've lawnmower manned, but in a good way. Okay. okay. Credits roll. Fast forward. It is some point apparently extremely far in the future. Oh, okay. And a host made to look like the man in black's daughter is testing his consciousness for fidelity. I don't Yeah, you don't, don't get it. Don't. That's okay. You don't get it. Don't worry about it.
0: Oh, but mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. I don't understand. Mm-mm. It's like the end of Final Fantasy
1: 7. <laughs> No. when like like people are dead like like how far in the future are we
0: talking? like I in don't know years? the only
2: reason I know it's far in the future is because I read the article that the showrunners did. It's so hey. talked
0: about it yep all right all right so here 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 we get to a point like I I uh, television is different than a complete work right you know when when something is going to be finished at the conclusion mm-hmm. you, you the the requirements of an ending are a little bit stricter than what you have with the ta- with something episodic that is intended to continue. But, you know, not so different that you don't still have to follow the rules. If you're going to conclude something, there needs to be an idea of closure that has some level of meaning for the audience, right? There needs to be something that happens to wrap this up to to give the story a... A flavor that will satisfy the person who is consuming it.
2: Right? Mm-hmm. Lost.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Right oh, dear. Right. Oh, hey. Stuck in my throat. Alright. Oh <coughs> even Lost <laughs> Lost does have an ending. I mean yes. Lost, <laughs> Lost has an they ending. They took a that cork out of sense. a
1: pond and then put it back and it's, then it's like, just
2: terrible. The guy from like,
1: Party of Five dies. Yeah, the guy And of- they're also <laughs> all in a dream. Well, yeah, not in a dream. No, they're it's, in they're dead. They're in the afterlife,
0: right t- sharing their experiences on the island. They meet Joe Black at the end <laughs> of s- that of that show. That is I'm really glad happens.
2: I bailed on that after, like, three seasons.
0: Right, I See, I didn't even get into it until the last three seasons. And I enjoyed it thoroughly. I mean, the ending is dumb, but I like that Lost at least ends in a way where it's just like, well, guess what, everybody? Your dumb fan theories were correct, but our <laughs> own dumb fan theory... Is equally stupid. Here you go. Let's all let's all enjoy it together. This this season finale of Westworld it it, it is it sounds like a textbook definition of a shitty ending to me. It, well, yeah, yeah. It's 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 it is not bringing the audience with it. It's not uh, putting a pin in some kind of narrative or setting up a new narrative in a convincing way. It just comes out of left field and it's like, and we're stopping. Wait, you're stopping or you're ending? No, we're stopping. Yeah, we're stopping. Yeah. We'll we'll see you later. Uh, and I find that I find that profoundly frustrating. Um, and I'm I'm glad that I know that now, Susan, because I was I was getting to that place where I was like, maybe I should walk no. To Westworld. I, no, no, no need to. No need to. Nope. I, to. Nope. I, I can
2: recommend away. so many other amazing experiences for you. Like for example. The Expanse. which the Expanse, I'm
0: doing it. I yeah. Mean, I, my, my, my wife and I are going to take the plunge so that I can get all that Alexis 2 Flexus yes. in my life. Get all that Alexis
2: 2 Flexus up in your face. But also, so uh, as as you guys know, and, and hopefully our, our listeners know as well, it was not going to be renewed by Sci Fi mm-hmm. after its third season. And if it hadn't, that actually would have been okay narratively. It would have the ended e- really well. It would have ended beautifully, like a really right. nice. The three seasons are a complete unit; they go right. together. They, so there's I, a beginning, middle, and end. I, 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 I want to keep this one a little spoiler-free, just oh, of course, this of course,
0: entirely yeah. for me that I, I want to I avoid spoilers on this one. But it, it, tell me why it's so satisfying. How does this feel? like is it because it serves the characters because it you know how does it sort of put a cap on things in a way that makes it a perfect ending
2: the first season of the show and this is this is not spoilery this is very this is not a secret this is very much in the open there is something called the proto molecule it is a strange thing that is discovered so the question is what is it? What do we do about it? Where did it come from? That's that's the season one is what is it? Hmm. Season two is what do we do about it? Season three is where does it come from? Everything you wanted to know about it is answered by the end of the third season. Yeah. Every conflict that was set up during the first two seasons gets resolved one way or another. You know exactly why everybody did everything, what the uh, consequences of their actions were. It's just a nice, complete package.
0: I love that. I love that. So last week, uh, while I was, I was beaching it up, I, wasn't, I, didn't have, I didn't have the home console array, so I was at the beach, and all I had was, you know, this show's uh, favorite video game companion, the Nintendo Switch, with me. And since our last uh, two episodes, you guys know that I've been on that Hollow Knight trip in a very, really, real, really, really, real way. I finished Hollow Knight. Okay. And Hollow Knight gave me that sense of satisfaction with a video game that The Expanse did for you with television, where it's where it's where it's serving every aspect of itself perfectly with the way it wraps up, and. I find with games, games have a challenge that, you know, uh, television and movies and fiction, uh, like written fiction, don't. Because they need to end in a way that makes what you're doing as an activity within the game, you know, the, the mechanics. It needs to weave that in to putting a capstone <laughs> on everything. You well, need... and not
1: just that, like, so many... Um... So many people like, like so, or so many games. Like so many people don't finish their games. Yeah. Mm. So the ending is usually just like, uh, I don't know. end it. <laughs> yeah, end like it. To, like ten percent of our players are gonna see this. That's so true. It's just, yeah. Yep. It's a really good and point.
0: It's, it, and you usually get to the end, and that's the stuff that's been play tested the least too. You know, mm-hmm. uh, one of one of the best two D platformers of the past ten years, a Wii game and this isn't the end of we discussion this week, everybody, <laughs> uh, you get, you get to the end of a boy in his Plob by way forward. And the last level is almost unplayable. And really, Wayforward, yeah. Way forward itself has said like, well, yeah, it's almost unplayable because we made it at the last minute and we couldn't, we couldn't perfect it. We just didn't have the time and nobody's going to see this stuff. Anyway, hollow night, Hollow Knight freaking nails it, and it, it it wraps up what is a very very uh, you know uh, impressionistic story. There's very little story that is explicit in Hollow Knight, but by the time you get to the end, you you have this this intuitive sense of what's been happening the entire time, and that is married with a challenge that is insanely difficult it is one of the hardest final bosses i've ever fought in my entire life but it's hard in a way that feels uh, like a true conclusion it feels like it was part of rising action like i am using every skill that i have learned along the way i am applying that in a moment that has physical stakes it has narrative stakes and i like i i was shaking when i finally beat it i was like sitting there with a switch like yeah 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 and i wasn't it was remarkable that the execution was so good that feeling of completeness was so there that i found myself not annoyed by certain things that would typically annoy me in a game like a boss with like five different forms Mm -hmm. is there is there anything worse Then, oh, no, you're not done with the fight. Oh, no, now you have to do this other thing. Or uh, not being annoyed with the fact that there was, there's a moment in the fight where if you do the wrong thing, there's a bad ending.
2: Oh. Right?
0: And that's the reaction. You hear that and you're like, no, please don't, don't subject me to this (laughs) nonsense. I don't want anything to do with it. But in this case, it feels so, So good. And I I don't want to give everybody, uh, you know, detailed spoilers, but what happens at a certain point in the fight is the first form of the boss, who the first time you fight them is just a pisser all on his own. He's just really, really hard. The the first form of the final boss is the Hollow Knight. That is who you're fighting at the end of everything. It's the titular character.
2: Kind of cool.
0: Right. And as you're beating the crap out of him, There comes a moment where the sort of side character who's been helping you throughout, she suddenly appears and will pin him down. And if you Hmm. do the wrong thing, you're, you're screwed. Just boom. Bad ending. Deal with it. You've done it wrong. But then, when you realize what you're supposed to do, it just opens up this entirely different fight, which is just longer and harder but more spectacular it was everything and everything you were just saying about the expanse susan you were like you're serving all of the subplots all of the characters all of the mood of the thing it was all there it was all good and i i just couldn't i couldn't believe how well it stuck the landing 12 hours after finishing hollow night oh god uh, I went to go see Solo, a Star Wars story. (laughs) It's a Ron Howard film. It's a a film by Ron Howard. I keep, I just, I've seen the commercial where Ron Howard's like, these first encounters, Han Solo, (laughs) Chewbacca, the Millennium Falcon, they're all in this film. And I just want to be like, I'm going to punch you. Right in your stupid baseball cap-wearing head, Ron, Ron Howard. Just right in your dome. Uh, this 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 experience of having these two things back-to-back inspired this ending conversation for me. I want to say up front, like, for our listeners, Dave, Susan, guess what? We don't have another Rogue One situation. I'm not going to be talking about how awful this thing is for the next year. I promise you. I'm just not. hmm I'm not sure I believe that. I give you my word. I give you my word because here's the thing. Solo is actually a good movie. Okay. I I am as surprised as you are to be saying this. It is a very good movie. Uh, I enjoyed myself thoroughly. The beginning, the, uh, the criticism I keep seeing of this thing is that, oh, well, the first two acts are really boring and it only gets good in the third act. And I want to slap every single person who says that because the first act kicks ass. The first act is you meet Han Solo when he's basically just a a teenage punk and he's in a a straight up Oliver Twist situation. Except instead of uh, a, you know, the artful Dodger, it's a giant space worm lady who has like a band of street rat kids stealing for her and doing her space worm business. And there's this big confrontation on Corellia, which is the planet where they build all of the star destroyers and huge spaceships. And that's where Han Solo grew up. And it's all great. It's all actually awesome. You, you, I mean, Susan, you, you're the person who every single time somebody says episode four, you throttle them and say, no, that movie's, called star wars dummy yeah i i think even you in that scenario would enjoy this i think you would actually really yes i think that you would think that the beginning of this movie is actually pretty good aesthetically it's, it's just it's got it's got the good it's got that vibe it's got that 1977 star wars vibe and it doesn't have that thing from rogue one where you're like, oh, wow, the vibe is there. And then you're like, wait a second, is this porn? This is porn, <laughs> isn't it? You guys made a star, you made Star Wars porn. Thanks, Lucasfilm, great. This is, this isn't that, because there are characters. There are actual characters. Han Solo and his best friend in the world are trying to escape from, you know, awful Fagin, space Fagin and get space off the planet. I do like the concept
2: of Space Fagin.
0: Space Fagin! Space is a giant worm lady, and she's she's super creepy. It's great. It's great. There's a great chase scene, and that's really exciting. And what Han Solo does to get off the planet is he signs up for the Imperial Navy at this space station, like, you know, the, the uh, harbor, essentially, for spaceships to get off the planet as quickly as possible. And, you know, it, it smash cuts to him being in some disgusting, awful, faceless ground war in the Imperial Army, and he meets Chewbacca, and all of that stuff is actually excellent. You know, he he gets hooked up with a a band of ruffians working for uh, a mob boss who turns out to be Paul Bettany, and Paul Bettany's great. There's, (laughs) all of this is just such good stuff. And then you get to the ending.
2: Okay.
0: And I'm... The ending is not Westworld bad. We're not looking at a situation where it just doesn't make sense. That it is abandoning the audience in every way, shape, or form to just, you know, go do something high concept that doesn't work. It does... It commits the next greatest crime that an ending can. It negates the character growth of its central characters with the choices of things. So full spoilers here. For anybody who wants to see solo and doesn't want to know about this stuff, skip ahead a couple of minutes. Uh,
1: considering how much money it made, I don't think that's too many people. Yeah, I don't I don't think <laughs> I don't think anybody listening is like, I'm
0: champing at the bit to go see Solo eh. with Star Wars story. Okay. So the the entire time that Han Solo is with, you know... with Woody Harrelson and this band of crooks, they are trying to steal fuel for spaceships. Right? That's a thing that people in this universe could need. Sure. And the first time they try to steal it, it fucks up because a bunch of Boba Fett-looking pirates show up and try to steal it themselves and... You know, in the fight between them, a bunch of people die, the fuel explodes, oh. and then Paul Bettany is like, I'm gonna kill you if you don't get me my fuel, dogs. So Han Solo and all of his new crew of toughs go on a crazy heist plan to get the fuel from Kessel, where he's gonna oh, do the no. Kessel no. run. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. They go yeah. there. They go there,
1: and it's it's fine. <laughs> it's, in oh, it's in the movie. It's yeah, in buddy. the movie. It's in the movie. All these first love.
0: encounters are in the movie. Shut up, Ron Howard. Oh, okay, I know, I know. You're all like, ugh. Why? Come on. It's it's good. All that stuff is good. It is very entertaining. You you will never have that moment, like you had watching, say attack of the clones <laughs> and you had like, no, there's never a moment where Yoda says begun. The clone wars have. And you're like, I'm just going to go throw up. I'm going to throw up forever. And that never happens. All this stuff is great. Anyway, you get to the end. They're on a desert planet that is, you know, by a beach. And they're going to finally hand the fuel that they've st- successfully stolen over to Paul Bettany re-enter the pirates the space pirates that tried to steal the fuel the first time show back up and they're what's like, a twist it's a twist and you're, they're like you're gonna give us the fuel we've been tracking you this whole time and then they take off all their dope ass boba fett helmets and it turns out that they're not pirates at all they're freedom fighters They're trying to take this fuel. Oh, go fuck yourself. To support (laughs) a nascent rebellion. Oh, no. Against. And. No. If you were were a good person, you would let us have the fuel. No, no, no. And. No, No. Han Solo chooses Mm -mm. to give them the fucking fuel. Mm -mm. No! Mm -mm. Han Solo's not a good guy! Guys, it gets dumber. It gets, <laughs> I promise you, it gets dumber. So they, they, Han Solo goes to trick Paul Bettany with his old switcheroo double cross, but Woody Harrelson double crosses him, and then Woody Harrelson is absconding with the fuel and Chewbacca, who's just like, man, fuck this. I can't believe I'm in this situation again. And Han Solo kills Paul, Be- Paul Bettany gets messed up royally he just gets smoked he, I don't know he goes back to be in the vision or whatever Paul Bettany does in his free time. <laughs> and Han Solo goes to get Chewbacca and, from Woody Harrelson and get the fuel back and Woody Harrelson is giving him this whole speech about oh kid you're never gonna like cut it in this life and right in the middle of his speech Han just shoots him shoots him Han shoots first everybody Oh, uh, like the Han the, shoots the first. No,
2: no. Like the meme. No. no he doesn't. No, no. No. And so nope 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 nope. No, no, no.
0: here, here's my thing. All of this all of this would be fine if they were just fucking pirates. Why do they have to be good guys? He takes the fuel back if with Chewbacca and gives it to the the young band of rebels and they tried to trick me. Because fucking one of the one of the Boba Fetty rebels is fucking Warwick Davis. And I'm like, you can't trick me with Willow, guys. You can't you can't get me to think this is awesome because Willow's there. Stop it. I don't know. And they're they're like, why don't you come with us now that we have this fuel, we can go and fight back. And Han Solo's like, no, and they're like, maybe one day you will. Oh, stop it. How about they're just pirates? Han Solo's a dickhead! It's fine if the movie is about him being a dickhead! Just have them be pirates! Have them be pirates! And Han Solo's like, I got it! We're gonna kill all these pirates, and we're gonna kill Paul Bettany, and Woody Harrelson, I'm gonna kill you, and Chewbacca and I are gonna go be rich! That's... (laughs) The ending (laughs) negates everything! They can't... Why? You can't have... It'd be like, oh he shot first, he's a hardened criminal, but he sure did give those nice kids with their sweet helmets that fuel. It was infuriating. It, it's now that I'm saying it all out loud, it's worse than the Westworld ending. Because everyone oh, no, would be fine if they just didn't make try to try to make everybody nice. You guys aren't going to see Solo, are you? No!
1: I, I, don't, I don't need to know why his last name is Solo.
0: <laughs> I know that
1: now because I watched a video. All
0: right. But th- that scene is not that bad. That but scene, I'm actually into that scene. That scene is good. It When he signs up for the Imperial Navy, Han Solo walks up and he's just like, look, I got to get the hell out of here. There's like snake people trying to kidnap me and like, fight. I'll fight whatever war, whatever you got just just take me and they're like what's your name And he's like han they're like han what and he's like i i'm a street rat i don't have a last name it's like prince and then the the imperial bureaucrat is just sitting there he's like uh is solo because you're alone like that's it it's it actually plays well i like that moment I like, I like I just, I, everything in this uh, movie until the ending, and the ending is I ridiculous. Saw
1: Star Wars when I was, like, four or five years old. Mm-hmm. Totally okay with Solo just being a weird Star Wars name. Sure. Totally okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I didn't need yeah. to know that, and now that's canon, and, like, I... I, I don't know. I feel done <laughs> with a lot of Star Wars. You're done with
2: everything. Here's what really bugs me, Okay. I'm going to get into this now because I'm. Just, oh, here I'm we just, go. I'm just annoyed. gloves are off. I'm ready. Conceptually, the prequels didn't bother me because it was it was you know the long long ago you know it's not Luke when he's six you know what I mean right, it's right. it's Luke's mom who we didn't know anything about it's you know Luke's dad who we didn't know anything about all right. Cool. It's how the empire came to power. Yep. Okay. Cool. The problem I have with Solo is... And this is this is actually part of how entertainment is being ruined by the constant flow of content and mm-hmm. connectivity. Tell me everything. I need to know everything. I can't leave anything to my imagination. Please, you have to tell me everything. Why is his name Solo? Where are his parents? Where is he from? How did... You know what? None of that matters. The like mystique is cool, and no, I don't mean the X Men villain. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Not knowing every last goddamn thing. B- 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 she's my she's Nightcrawler's mom. Yeah, I'm aware of and that. She, Do you know how hard it was for her to find someone else who was blue to make uh, sure he came out the right color? And by she, the way, his feet hurt her belly when he was inside. She right Is she, this real? Yeah, that's yeah, no, that's, that's actually real. God. Yeah, God. yeah I know. Okay, it's. Hey, it's from the, it's from the comic. Comics. Yeah. I had, I had the, I had the comic where she was, she was complaining about the pregnancy to him. Anyway. (laughs) Like, it's okay to not know Mm -hmm. every last thought and detail about something or someone you think is cool. Right. Yeah, Dude, like, the moment
1: when you first meet Han Solo, he's just some dude in a bar. Right. With this furry fella, and it's like, yeah, I'll get you I'll get you to Alderaan. That'd mm-hmm. be cool. And then some other dude comes in, and it's like, oh, these two have beef. What the fuck is that right? about? Right? Yeah. And then he shoots him, and
0: you're just like, who the fuck is... And now, no, now we know. Now so, yeah, what, exactly. What, what I, I will say, and this, this goes back to what you were just saying about the prequel, Susan. No story... Any story can be saved by great execution. Mm. Like you can have the stupidest premise in the entire world, and great execution will save it. I mean, like when you think about Star Wars at its most, there basic was
2: no history, saving midi bitch. No, no, okay,
0: exactly. There's no. Well, I I can I can say that in the hands of a good writer, even midi might nope. have worked. It nope. might've. I'm just. Nope. I'm, Playing devil's advocate here, Mm. and all of this bullshit in solo, (laughs) actually, like, like I, I am the, I'm right there with both of you, and this is something we'd return to on this show over and over and over again. That mystery is not a bad thing, Mm -hmm. and scarcity is not a bad thing. The like, it's okay if you don't have more. The gluttonous nature of modern media is anathema to great storytelling most of the time solo works because it is a really all of this bullshit is presented in an entertaining endearing human well-executed way right up until the moment that they they just break it for for no apparent reason other than I like it. Feels like some asshole was sitting in a, f- a focus testing group, being
2: like, "It's too dark. It's too yeah, yeah." I yeah. guarantee you, that's exactly what it was.
1: Like it, they wanted the Han Solo that went through his redemption arc to be the
2: Han Solo in <laughs> yeah. the prequel movie. Exactly, exactly. There, oh, you can't you can't make him unlikable. He's yeah. one of our most uh, uh, bankable characters, except hi. The whole point is that he's unlikable. He's not he's trustworthy. Right. He's the best they can do.
0: Right. And, like, he's gross
2: a lot of the time.
0: Like, he's. Yeah, he's
2: kind of a. He's
0: a little. Yeah, he's slime little, ball?
2: A little slimy. Like. Yeah! Really inappropriate. I'm, he's a and scoundrel. You and you he's a thief. Yeah. He's a smuggler. He's a criminal.
0: Until he grows up. And then you have him in Return of the Jedi, and all of a sudden he grows up. And then, in Force Awakens, it's even better because he can't even grow up right. He sucks! The Force Awakens is awesome because Han Solo (laughs) sucks at everything. He can't be a husband or a dad. He has to go fuck off and live in a red spaceship. They should have really had some
2: fucking lights on that space. I don't understand why
0: he and Chewie just live in the dark in
2: Force Awakens stupid if, if it's if it's dark you don't have to clean as often because you can't yeah. see <laughs> can't, yeah how, it's like it's it. classic bachelor move right
1: yeah they gotta make sure that they have room for those sweet psychedelic light uh yeah, black velvet light. posters that they yeah, <laughs> oh, there you go got from spetzers yeah, yeah well as uh,
0: soon as as soon as he left leia he's like Chewy, i'm getting it back out and unrolls his jefferson airplane poster he's like fire it up man White rabbit just starts blasting in the background. He's got yeah. a Tesla
2: ball on the side table.
0: <laughs> like, whoa! Like, I, yeah, I... This movie, I... Part of what makes it so good is that seeing Han Solo as an arrogant, full-of-piss-and-vinegar kid who thinks he's awesome and keeps messing up most of the time, but then demonstrates real talent for flying and talking his way out of situations is kind of great i kind of love the presentation of han solo as somebody who did have a shred of optimism and then it, it's just totally stripped away as he you know sort of enters into his life but the ending just denies all of that it, it, mm. it just for the just so that, that that you have a better action figure one last thing about solo before we move on from this and this is a general statement about television and movies. I want to see how you guys feel about this. When did the decision get made that music has to be playing all the time in movies? What that happened... would be the 1980s. But, but you go back to the 1980s and there's moments of silence. There, there are scenes where people... Are there though? Yes! Yes! Han Solo... And Princess Leia. Oh no! Even better. No, okay, not not in Star Wars. Not in Star Wars. All right, not in Star Wars. There are plenty of moments in like Back to the Future when people are just talking. For I, I, I don't understand. A the music in Solo sucks. I I don't know who composed it, but you're bad at your job, and I'm sorry. It's <laughs> I, I'm surely sh- gonna be some guy I, like. I'm sure it's not your fault. I'm sure working with Lucasfilm at this particular moment in history when disney has created a, a monopoly on intellectual property for the past 100 years but it just it's ceaseless it's just this constant noise in the background and there are so many moments where i'm like i would really appreciate it if i could just hear two human beings talking and there was like ambient noise like wind spaceship sounds it's so Oh Oh,
1: <laughs> okay. So the the composers, John Powell, uh, John Williams did the theme song and like like the Star Wars theme and Han's theme. Yeah, you can and um, those show up. But uh, John Powell is the composer for everything else, who who's known for such films as Face Off, Evolution. Oh, Evolution, Shre- Shrek. No.
0: Oh, oh boy.
1: The Born Identity. Nope. Agent oh. Cody Banks, he's all over the place. He's, let's just say.
0: Yeah, I, I don't, I just don't understand why there can't be scenes when people. One of the best scenes in Star Wars history, Obi Wan Kenobi is saying to Luke Skywalker, "Here, I'm going to throw a laser ball in the air, and it's going to shoot at you. Try to use your sword to block it." There's no music. There's True. no music. They're just talking on a spaceship, and it's fine. We don't, we don't need to have some nattering thing going in the background to tell us how to feel about what we're seeing happen on screen.
2: Just going to point out that Star Wars was made in the 70s. So, okay, Star Wars made in the 70s. Yes, that's true.
0: But, like, aliens, Susan. Aliens. When they're, when they're all walking through the comedy mm. for the first time, snow yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, no true. Music. Well, okay, true,
2: but Aliens is a horror movie.
0: Uh yeah. Horror
2: movies use music very specifically. Yeah. I mean, I'm not... I am not arguing your core point because... Hello, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad.
0: Oh, oh, that's... Yeah. This Which isn't was, that bad. This isn't... Okay. This isn't... It's not It's not like... Let's cue five different melodies in a yeah. span of 30 seconds. This is just... Yeah. yeah. Alright, so... Solo. There it is. It's all out
2: there bullshit
0: yeah uh but you know if, if you if you want to see a star wars movie that <laughs> is not porn uh unlike rogue one yeah I, I, I actually do like you know
2: can we uh it. can we spoil another movie so i can yeah. tell you about an, another bullshit ending yes yes let's not leave the ending discussion yet i watched <laughs> tomb raider oh no. oh okay i have to know about this oh no Oh, no. Here we go. I will preface everything I'm about to say by acknowledging that I am extremely close to the source material. I Mm -hmm. have very, very strong personal feelings about the 2013 reboot. Uh, I am very good friends with the person who wrote the damn thing. Mm -hmm. And I I am biased. This movie is garbage. (laughs) If, no, let me, no, I will take that back. If you do not know anything about the Lara Croft character and you just go into it as an action movie, it's fine. It's a, it's a seven. It's not great. It's not terrible. You won't want those two hours of your life back, but you also will probably never watch the movie twice. Fine. If you have any knowledge of the Lara Croft character, it is garbage. <laughs> it is bullshit. Uh, here's why. They take elements from uh, both the reboot and Rise of the Tomb Raider, both visual and story elements. And combine, which by the way. They
0: recreate scenes, right? They, they do. The,
2: they do. They the flat out. Thing the from, airplane. From Tomb Raider 2013. The way, if, if you uh, fell into the river while you were trying to cross that log, the mm-hmm. animation, the way she flips over and hits it, that is recreated perfectly. Weird. Um, the. Uh, If you played Rise, you know the big reveal at the end of the movie. So uh, you know who the villain is. Mm. Because it's the villain from Rise. Mm. Which is Mm. not their fault. I get that. Okay. Fine. Because again, it goes back to not everybody plays to the end of the game. So, okay. (sighs) (laughs) So in this, Lara's dad is alive. Okay. Now, she doesn't know that. Uh, she st- starts off, uh, she is declaring her father legally dead. He has been missing for many years. Uh, they are being put into a position where they are going to sell Croft Manor. Uh, they need someone to run the company and they cannot do that until he is legally declared dead, which his next of kin has to do. Okay. Lara has declined to have him declared legally dead, uh, because, well, when she does, he's, you know, that's a a finality on that. Her mom is long gone. If she has him declared legally dead, then her dad is gone too. Drama. Drama. Okay, I'll give you that. That's that's pretty good. Okay. As she is with the lawyer, getting ready to sign the paperwork, the lawyer says to her, Oh, and uh, on the event of your father's death, I was to give you this puzzle box. She opens the puzzle box, indicating that there were always puzzle boxes all over the house. She finds a, a, a clue and a key. She, she rushes to Croft Manor. She finds her father's secret room full of all these clues about the island of Yamatai. Which, if you played the reboot, you know. The whole thing about the, the whole plot is this was an expedition. She was on with her friends. This, it was all her idea no. Right. Okay. Well, now. Uh, okay. Now she. Oh, that's gone. No. <laughs> She's just going there to see if she can find out what happened to her dad. All right. I don't love that, but that's not awful. Okay. So, so they can recreate parts, some of the scenes on the boat that Lara is on with her friends going to Yamatai. She heads to Hong Kong and hires a guy who oh by the way his dad happened to be the one who took Lara's dad to Yamatai. So oh, yeah. of course that's <laughs> sure whatever that's okay. And they take his boat and they what happens to the boat in the game happens to their boat and they're separated. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> We're 3 seasons size head now. <laughs> So there's a, there's there's a part in the game. Uh, Lara is injured and she has a, a piece of like rebar sticking out of her side. Yeah. And she's in the middle of the fucking jungle. So she has to cauterize it. She pulls this thing out of her side and then cauterizes the wound with a branch from the fire that she has made. This is a really important character development moment because up until this point lara has kept turning to her father figure for help you got to get us out of here you got to help us out you got what are we gonna do you gotta are gonna do he has been attacked by wolves she is on her own this is all about okay she needs to step up and become an adult mm-hmm. and start taking care of business because there won't always be someone there to help you in the movie she gets jabbed in the side and her daddy stitches it up for her. Cool. Why does this movie exist? I'm, 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 like, that's not rhetorical and I'm not trying to... Because it's a, 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 a the market wants strong female action stars. I It does, but, like, who,
0: who is this version of Tomb Raider for? Like,
2: People who, yeah, people who don't know the video game. People who don't know the video game, I just
0: yeah. I mean,
1: like like the the original Tomb Raider movies, the ones with Angelina Jolie, like they did pretty well. They, they made bank. So. Like, they yeah. made bank. Yeah, I, they were terrible. But
0: they I never bank. did see the second one. I enjoyed the first one. It's just it's trash. But like, it's trash. It's tra- It's good trash. I like good trash every now and again. It's but...
2: it's tr- the problem with the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider is the entire time it's. I am so cool. I am so cool. Yes. Like, don't you, look how cool I am. Look and Lara cool just is cool. Like she doesn't have to yeah. tell you that. Okay. So then, all right. So then Lara finds her dad and they go into this temple and it's, they go to a tomb rather. And okay, from the point they get into the tomb until, then it's it's pretty good Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. She's solving puzzles. She's using her wits. She's, uh, you know, uh Uh, 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 disarming, a bad guy. Cool. Great. And then... (laughs) And then her dad (laughs) saves the day. And then the cute Asian guy who brought her in the boat digs her out of the rubble. And then the cute Asian guy, when a helicopter lands, points a gun at it and says taking your your helicopter yeah completely removing all of Lara's agency thank, thank god all these boys are here she's literally once she finds the, the there's there's only one other woman in the entire movie yeah it's all men it's oh all god. men so it doesn't
0: even pass the Bechdel test is what you're mm. telling me
2: it actually doesn't no wow no Mm-mm. nope wow. Yeah. Uh yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I I was I was not happy. That's not happy. The whole like if you don't want to to do her character arc from the reboot, okay. Then don't try to mirror the events of the reboot. Right. Don't, don't do Yamatai, don't do, you know, the queen who whose spirit don't do yeah. Trinity don't like just make a totally different story you can't make it's th- pretty big guys there's yeah. lots of stuff out there to find right yeah nope 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 the po- I swear to god the point where her dad stitched up that side wound I almost got up and walked out of the room I was so angry <laughs> it, it, is, it is the antithesis of what that moment is there for
0: oh man that's brutal yeah, you're you're making you're making me like solo even more
2: but with the description <laughs> by the way
0: because like it's never it's never just stupid. all they
2: had to do here's what pisses me off all they had to do she pushes out of the rubble herself she's the one who says we're taking your helicopter yeah and then it's like okay okay yeah okay that's a passable attempt nope nope
0: Thank God all those boys were there. Thank God all those
2: boys are there. <laughs>
0: Thank God we had all those boys on hand. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, let's, let's start, let's, let's bring this into, let's bring this into a positive realm. Let's, let's, yeah. let's go, let's go to a, let's go to a place that's just lovely. Let's go back to a simpler time, Dave.
1: Simpler time? Let's
0: go back. Let's go Let, let let's me get... take
1: you back. The year's two thousand seven. They've oh, waggle waggle us home. Dave. Bush <laughs> is president. Wait, hold on. Okay. No. Uh so yeah, I uh Kaisa and I were like, Man, I wanna play some wee bowling. Like it's just we got a hankering for it. And like it's one of those hankerings where it's like Nothing that you do really satisfies Mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. and it won't go away until you make a decision to do that thing. Uh, And I'm, like, tired of waiting for Nintendo to bring Wii Sports or some form of Wii Sports to the Switch, even though it can do it and should do it, and uh, it's a great idea. That one's free, Nintendo. You can have it. Um, So I looked on eBay, and I found a Wii for $21, the description looked kind of, like, not sketchy, but, like, I wasn't entirely sure what came in it. The title said, Wii Sports Bundle Complete. There you mm. go. And I was like, all the other listings for a Wii are, like, $70. So I was like, well, you know really? what, 20 bucks? Yeah. Sho- I'm shocked
0: yeah. by that. Shocked.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they still go for, like, quite a bit of money. So I was like, you know what, $20? bucks? they are still getting Just Dance every year, so. Let's, yeah. 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 So let's roll the dice, and uh, it did not have Wii Sports, but uh, but uh, I was able to find a, a cheap copy, and uh, so yeah, so I've been playing the Wii in the year 2018, and I have opinions. I made a list in the, in,
2: in the in <laughs> the year Luigi 2018. Yeah,
1: yeah, yes. The year every year is the year of Luigi. That's true, actually. Uh, even though we are currently in the era of Waluigi. Uh, uh, fuck Waluigi. Yeah. <laughs> well uh so so number one i believe that Wii sports is one of the most elegant games nintendo has made it is like ever yes. ever ever uh hands down and i feel like like it doesn't get the sort of the critical due that it deserves uh partially because one it is just bowling antennas and like things that have been done before have th- uh, for hundreds of years. I think it's one of the top 10 best uh, games
0: ever made. Uh, yeah. I, I stand uh, by and, that. And, you know, like, it
1: doesn't get the same kind of attention that, like, Mario gets or, like, even Tetris gets because Tetris is, you know, like, at the time, it's, like, you know, this very original thing. But, like, having this thing, like, playing it and really looking at it, you see why the Wii was such a success that it was. Yeah. You see how easy it is to pick up this thing that looks like a thing that you know how to use, the remote. How to use it in a way that you know how to use it. Like, like in a way that you know uh, how... Like, people know how to bowl. You pick up the ball, you throw it down the thing. And it mimics it, and it works. Uh, and there's a reason why we don't talk about other bowling games or tennis games or, like, you know, people talk about...
0: People still talk virtual- about Nestor's Funky Bowling for Virtual Boy? Come on! <laughs> There's a huge audience for Nestor's Funky. They love. There's the whole esports scene. It's like, uh,
1: but like, and you know, it's because like I, you know, I could give this game to my kid, and he could play Mm -hmm. bowling. uh, And like we, like just putting it in, picking it up, putting it in. uh, It's just, it's like you fall back in this groove. It's so nice. Seriously, go play Sports again. It, you'll feel like you're 20, uh, hanging out with a bunch of friends, way too many beers deep. Uh, it's great. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, stop making other M your punching bag. Yeah, stop it. Because other, M- thank you, Dave.
0: It's 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 a, it's a it's not a great game. It's not a good stop, game. It's, stop, it's still. Stop making what? Other it's M. Metroid Other M. Oh, it's a good yeah. game. No, it's a I, good I wouldn't game. go that far. But it's, it's
1: like it's it's the, it's like it's a meme now to say, "Oh, this game is shit." I'm gonna throw it in the garbage. It's not it's even it's not the worst, worst Metroid bad. game.
0: It's not even the worst Metroid there's game. There's so many worse. Ga- yeah, yeah. There's Federation Force. There's Federation Force. There's that Force. Metroid
1: Prime Hunters on the DS. There's Metroid
0: Prime. Uh, uh, Metroid Prime Three with the shitty X-Men who just like show yeah. up. I don't know why Metroid needed shitty X-Men, but they're there. Uh,
1: so yeah, stop it. Find another game to to meme on, uh, and throw in the garbage. Uh, there are plenty of Wii games out there to do it. Uh, Dave, did you hack, also, did you
0: hack this uh, hack this thing? Oh, up? I hacked it
1: wide open. You hacked it wide we're open. We're get into in a minute. Uh, my TCL TV is very good at upscaling, so this is the thing that I was worried about. Uh, I bought a ten dollar uh, dongle. You plug it in the back of your Wii. Uh, it looks sketchy as hell. Like it, it's probably made uh, in a factory where the people they're made not enough money um but you plug it in the back where the component like the the composite cables go and you just hook your wii uh hd your uh hdmi cable to your tv mm-hmm. um that does not upscale the image it just basically tells the wii to get a component signal convert it to hdmi and send it to your tv it works fine uh, but i was a little worried because i had it hooked up in my crappy tv in my office and the image looked like dog shit mm. But, apparently, uh, HDTVs uh, recently have had some really great strides in upscaling, yeah. and I hooked it up on my t- the TV that I have, the 4K TV that was recommended by Wirecutter, and, uh, like, I wouldn't say that it looks as good as if I was running it through that uh, Framemeister that you have, mm-hmm. but it's good enough. Nice. Nice. Uh, so yeah, and like like one of the things I was worried about that like oh this like all my games is gonna look like crap. Nope. If you have a modern TV, uh, you'll probably get a decent uh, upscaled signal. Uh, the GameCube controller kind of sucks. Like just generally speaking, you uh, crazy. I got a WaveBird. I love that thing. Uh, I've been playing some uh, Super Mario Sunshine, and I remember not really liking the GameCube controller back then. And now I'm just like nothing like feels right. No nah, dog, like, those are push- the, the
0: best. A- the triggers, they the are. analog no. triggers. Come on, I love those no, triggers. It, those are great. Uh, piano, piano three for life, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like like everything just feels like
1: a little too mushy. Yeah, to me. Oh my my video is finally working now. Great. I like um, I like that, I like um, that mushy controller. So, one of the things I've also noticed going back is how many really good, strange games have just been kind of ignored and forgotten. Uh, like Zack and Wiki. Exclusive. Zack and Wiki. Zack and Wiki, yeah, man. we exclusive. That game sold like shit. But, uh, like, that game made some unique use of the, the Wii motion controls in ways that, like, didn't feel like they were tacked on yeah uh the trauma center games like trauma team mm-hmm. uh, the last game that came out was on the wii and we haven't had another one of those how did it feel how did it feel going but... back
0: to trauma center because you know i i at the time those controls felt very functional but i, I haven't really had a chance to dive
1: into it i'm just like like yeah. going through like a list of games that i want to that is actually uh, my
2: favorite trauma center trauma oh the CD wii one yeah
0: yeah yep. no kidding that's awesome
2: because yep. it, it adds in things like forensic Stuff and it. There's, there's different. There's more than just doing surgery.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's actually the only one I've ever played. I never played the DS oh, one. which is Really weird. Yeah, those are the. Th-
1: one thing that I've noticed is that, like, the the Wii is not really built for modern, like, the way that people set their TVs up now no. in 2018. Like, because you had the smaller TV, you were sitting closer to it. Now our TV is up on, like, the stand that was built into the oh, house that we are renting. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the sensor bar is on the ledge in front of it, and, like, where I'm sitting in my recliner, I can, like make the pointer appear if i leave forward in my chair yeah uh so so that's i'm gonna have to figure out something with that Uh, i am that's the other thing is like because the wii was so popular uh and it's been so far gone there are so many like third party people make still making accessories for it like you can go on amazon and get a usb wireless um or yeah usb a sensor bar to hook up to a computer mm-hmm. or a wireless sensor bar, like brand new ones.
0: Um, so yeah, I honestly. What were think, you gonna say, Anthony? Yeah, I was gonna say if you, I am convinced that part of the reason that Skyward Sword has such a bad reputation is that by the time Skyward Sword came out in 2011, people did have these larger HD TVs finally, and they were sitting farther away from the screen. And if yeah. if you're sitting close to the screen for Skyward Sword, everything works fine. Uh, and I I lived in a studio apartment when that game came out, and my couch was two feet away from my television. Yeah. So I yeah, was like, "It was yeah, It works great."
1: Yeah. So so like it's fun. I don't know what everyone's complaining about. And then yeah. like now, if you're, I, just, like, I can barely get it to work. Yeah. If you're on the um, other side of your
0: living room. Hell no.
1: Yeah, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why the Wii just has become this weird sort of dark horse in Nintendo's, even though it's like th- one of their most successful console consoles ever made that it's still this like weird dark horse in the history, partially because of the, uh, em- embrace of, of casual games and casual gamers, but also just because like it came out when HD, what it hadn't taken over, but it was about to. yeah, And it just got, it like, it got left behind mm-hmm. hard. Um, uh, which sucks because like there are like there's that weird Silent Hill game that I still haven't played yet. Oh, it's great! I want to try really that. Good. It's uh, really good. It's so- really good. Shattered Memories. Sok- That's a great game. Yeah. Uh
0: Sakaguchi's last sort of the last story. The creator yeah, of Final Fantasy story... decided to make a follow up <coughs> his own RPG and called it the Last Story. The Last Story. Somebody could have told the Gooch not to do that. The Gooch is he receptive. Knew. Just tell the Gooch he... like, come on, Gooch. He knew. That's a good game you know. too. That's a lot of fun. Um,
1: and the other thing that like, the Wii is very easy to hack. Mm-hmm. Like you can like, there's a website. You follow a couple directions, and it's like like the thing hasn't been updated in three or four years. It'll run everything. You just, it'll run every. You pop an SD card in there, and you can like run GameCube games, yeah. Uh, Wii games, like Super, like whatever you want to put on it, it'll work. The other thing that it's we don't funny,
2: advocate game piracy. No, no, we
1: don't advocate game piracy. We do advocate uh, just fucking with things. Yeah, just fuck with it. It's fine. Oh, for sure. One of the things that you can do is you can take a legal copy of Mario Kart Wii, put it in your hacked Wii, rip that image to your uh, to your uh, hard drive, take that hard drive, put it over your computer, download a file uh, made by these like homebrew devs. Patch the the image with this file that restores the Wi-Fi uh, option, and play Mario Kart Wii online with other people. Oh, that's awesome! As if the servers never went down. Back okay, that's fourteen.
2: That we abdicate that.
1: Yeah. 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 Last I like, and the thing is, like, the website actually has a list of all the games that are currently functioning and how many people are playing them or have played them. So you can see, like, oh, like, no one's really playing Dr. Mario online. But when I checked it uh, a couple, like, last week, there were 141 people online playing Mario Kart Wii. That's awesome. <laughs> that's, like, just, like, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and, like, learning about, like, the reason why those servers went down, I think, was because GameSpy. Like GameSpy just ceased to function as a company, mm-hmm, and it's yeah. just like, well, it's not worth it to Dave. I, I no want you stuff. to go in there oh, yeah. and
0: be like, wait a second, two people are playing the Conduit. Our- yeah. Wait, oh I'm my it. God. Let's, do this. Let's get this going. Yeah. Um, the Conduit. The Conduit looks as good as an Xbox 360 game. It does, everybody. Sega. Con- every nerd. On every <laughs> comment section, forever. Think it's the, the best first person shooter. It's the best first person shooter on. Look,
1: the waggle just works. Uh, the other thing that you can do is you can uh, you can put in fan translations. The Wii doesn't have as many fan translations as like the DS or Super Nintendo. But there are some awesome uh, ones. But Fatal Frame like Four. Fa- Fatal mm-hmm. Frame 4, which mm-hmm. never came to America, mm-hmm. has been fully translated. Captain Rainbow. It's not done, though, g- right?
0: Captain Rainbow is still it's, not done? It's not
1: done. It's like 95% done, I think. I but it. most... There's enough English in there that I think that you can play it front to back. Oh, that's
0: awesome. That and works. it works.
1: And I'm going to try that out. But yeah, like... It's just weird to go back and mess with something that people just don't aren't talking about right like i'm I'm on twitter with my hot we takes in 2018 um but i don't know that's fun it's like it's like uncovering this sort of time capsule and once you're divorced from all of the hype and the the cycle of release and all these games you can kind of look back and see like these were the games that mattered and these were the games that should have mattered had people picked up on them uh, I don't know. Like, do you guys ever go back and like try to look at?
0: Are you old? Are you, cool, 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 cool. I mean, like, yeah, I know
1: on, you man. do, but <laughs> Susan, like, do you do you ever do you ever go back, Susan? Like, you're just like, what what games are on the DS that I haven't tried out yet? And,
2: and see if uh, can... I yeah, for the DS, I will. Uh, I do that with with mobile games a lot. I don't. There's just so much to play. Yeah. Oh yeah. At this point, that I don't do that a whole lot just because uh, I, for games that fit a particular niche uh, something like a 999 or virtue's last reward if I if someone tells me oh this game is very similar to those mm. which is a a combination of story and puzzle and death that I like a whole lot then I will I will backtrack for that but just kind of generally like oh this game was supposed to be really good let me try it out I don't just because you know there are only so many hours in the day yeah yeah and and there's so much stuff out there I want to experience at least a little bit yeah
0: I I, I, I mean any anybody listening to this show for more than one episode and you guys being you know two, two of my closest friends and regular collaborators know that I, I spend more time playing old things for the first time than I do playing Mm -hmm. new things for the first time. Yeah. And I, I'm always fascinated by sort of poking and prodding at uh, what hardware was doing that people weren't paying attention to. Another thing I played last week, which I had never played before was the street fighter two release for the original game boy. Uh, Black and white version of Street Fighter 2. Oh, yeah, dog! Came out in 1995. (laughs) Late black and white Game Boy release. Holy crap! And when I found out that it existed, I was like, I'm getting a copy of that right now. It's only $3.50. Yes, I have (laughs) $3.50. We're doing this. It doesn't even have all the characters! For some well, reason, how could it? Like, how could it? There's no Dalzim because if the Game Boy tried to do Dalzim arms, I'm pretty sure the Game Boy would explode. Yeah, it is. I like and I, 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 Everybody I tell this to, they're like, "Why? Why are you doing this?" And I'm like, "Because I want to see that. That's I, I love seeing uh hardware doing unusual things long after the fact when it's as you were saying, Dave." divorced from the context of yeah know, it's prime
1: well because the thing is that the wii at the time had this reputation of basically being a dumping ground for shovelware that like because everyone had a wii mm-hmm. everyone was just yep. making whatever they could and shoving it out and you'd see games for ten dollars at the checkout and unwitting grandma uh, capital U, Capital G, uh, would pick one up and and buy one for little Billy and go. He wants a copy of. He likes trucks. Give him this <laughs> truck game that sucks. Uh, but people forget that there are, like there's lots of really good stuff there.
0: Yeah. You, you just have amazing to system.
1: Fil- filter it out. Yeah. A little bit, and I think like you know time allows us to do that.
2: I I will say probably. The one, if I was going to do that, the one console I would do it for is the PS2, because yeah. the PS2, very much like the Wii, was omnipresent. Yeah. Yeah. Which meant that publishers, if you got a very low return on, like, if 1% of owners bought your game, you could make money. You
0: made a kill. Because
2: just there were so many. So you got all these really weird interesting creative ideas that you had never seen before or since because you just <laughs> no what like Mr. Mosquito nobody was going to pay I for was that. Just
0: thinking of that. Yeah. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mosquito. I hell. Uh when I when I bought Street Fighter 2 for the original Game Boy, at, I at the exact same time purchased a copy of Steambot Chronicles yep. for PlayStation 2. Oh, Ye old bumpy trot. because Ye old bumpy trot. Because uh, they're like, yeah, why don't we make, like, a GTA game, but instead of an asshole, you're an anime kid who plays in a blues band. And you yeah. pilot a mech. But you don't really fight in the mech. You just, like, do gardening in the mech.
2: <laughs> why not? Why not? Because the PlayStation 2 ruled. Right? Like, the, I mean, that's... I I love yeah. exploring... Wacky PS2 games, you know, because oh my god, it was RPG heaven mm-hmm. yep. on there. And there was like, there's there's a lot of flavor of same. There's a yeah. lot of JRPG gravy that was just slung around, but there's some really delightful stuff to be to be found in there. Here's here's
0: my weird PlayStation Two fact for you. That I'm not sure if you guys will find this surprising or not. I was surprised when I found out the Dot Hack games.
2: Speaking of the
0: JRPGs, the Dot Hack games, there's now a whole world of collectors for the Dot Hack games. Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. Wildly expensive. Yeah. Wildly expensive. This was, for anybody listening unfamiliar, Dot Hack was an attempt at doing episodic gaming when retail was really the only option still. So it was a JRPG series where a new one came out. It was like every six months, you would get a full yeah. new entry, and they were four games for each run. I think there were two. Yeah, yeah, four
1: four games for each season. They came with a disc for the for an anime mm-hmm. and the game, and they were a full fifty dollars each. No, I think it was three months actually. Yeah,
2: they- uh, and yeah. It was a genius idea. It yeah, was because it was but, the game uh, emulated, not in the mimic. Yeah, the playing of an MMO, mm-hmm. even though it was a single-player game, so you would air quote get email mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. texts and stuff. Really cool conceptually.
0: Yeah, and, and like the the thing is, is I. I we're talking about the Wii and the PlayStation 2 and the DS and all of these things, and I kind of feel like that era of a console having, like, a super deep-dive library for you of super weird stuff is disappearing a little. You know, like, the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3, that's not to poo-poo those systems. They have amazing, vast, 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 vast libraries. But I don't think that there are Quite as many tributaries of truly weird things that you would find on i think it's less that
1: i just think that it's one it's
0: it's easier to access them now yeah it because is most of them are mm.
1: just like are available to like you don't have to pre-order a copy of bumpy trot and be one of the two copies that it they get in is. at GameStop. yeah, yeah. ever <laughs> uh so you can just go on the store and buy it yeah. and it's fine and like yeah like the Games cost more to make now, but with the digital sort of, sur- like, the, the expansion of digital downloading and, like, indie games sort of filling that void. I'm going to slap sort of, you
2: for saying digital downloading.
1: I Well, you know, I electronic <laughs> mails and digital downloads we, and information super high. There
0: much.
2: is no way to download something <laughs> that is not digital!
0: You get, you get a little digital... I
2: downloaded my sausage. You get a digital download on your
0: ATM machine. Yes. Redult. Holy uh, shit. Okay, kids, so dot hack
2: quarantine part four, with no case. Three hundred dollars. Oh. Two hundred dollars. One
1: hundred and twenty-five bucks. There you go. Great. There you go. Jesus. Yeah. Retro gamingism. Yeah. Uh, Alrighty.
0: Landmine. Well, I I will say if you want if you guys want a little bit more commentary on things like that, I recommend today's backer section, which will appear. After the main show, before we start thanking the wonderful human beings who made this show happen, Susan, how's that Mario and Rabbits DLC? Eh. Yeah.
2: Oh no.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> to be fair, so <sighs> the situation is, uh, it is a complete game experience. It doesn't intersect with the main game at all. Mm-hmm. So it is. It is more levels, but uh, you're playing with. Uh, Rabbit Peach, Donkey Kong, and Cranky Kong, and they're doing their own story on a se- in a separate area, separate island, with uh, Rabbit Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. Okay, so because it is essentially just more levels, you you have to compare it to the main game. You have to compare the experience to the main game, and the main game is so exceptionally crafted mm. that anything. A- anything is going to pale by comparison. So although the DLC is well done and challenging, it's just not as good mm. as the main game. It's very straightforward. Like you need to collect puzzle pieces. They're kind of just over there. So you skip it. Yeah, like like look behind the thing. It's you're not having good luck with Donkey Kong this year. I'm really not. I, this is. It's. It's not bad. I do not want to create the impression that it is bad. It is not. It is very, very well done. It just doesn't have the detail and attention and and creativity that the main game does. It's and because the, you all,
0: It's going to say it's the LaCroix to uh, to uh, the main game's Hint Water. Is that what I would? I, say it? I wouldn't say that. To, to no. The, no. No. No.
2: Uh, but I mean, like it's just—it's just more. It has fewer bells and whistles. You only have three characters, so there's no switching out of characters. There's not as many weapons at your disposal. Blah 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 blah. Um, the the enemies you encounter are riffs on enemies you've already played in the main game. It is the least expensive way they could provide you with good content
0: is this free who oh, no. knew no it's 15 dollars
2: that's 15 bucks
0: for, yeah, that's not sound worth 15 dollars
2: mm, yeah you know it's it's really it's tough it's tough because it's again it's not bad sure it's you know but it's the main game is just yeah. i don't know
0: i don't know mm. gotta play hollow knight that's where it's at on your Switch. That's that's, no! the game. that's the game to put in your soul. It's just. So, I'm not going to do that. It's so good. Oh my
1: God. We all know how much Susan loves Metroidvania. Yeah.
0: It's just the best. I... Uh, there is something that is actually the best, <laughs> and it's the people who made this show. That is true! Uh, they gave us the money yes. to make this show because they were like, you know what I need in my life? It's a guy who says the words Star Wars and porn in conjunction a lot. Uh... <laughs> Dave, who are the wonderful people who backed us at the tier to get a thank you here on the air? Yes,
1: here we go. We got Mirko Rico, Torino, John Brady, John, Nick Grugan, Double Taco, Yattle, Gluttony1of7, Peter, Ryan Mance, Matthew Peters, Michael Coffey, Chris Stubbs, Flunky, The Best Squirrel You Know, Thierry Belair, Eric Van Quill, Olmec, The Fancy Manatee, Denton Brock, Elio Dare, Logan Pauley, Ludwig Kitzman, Stormshot, Francisco Reyes-Guimareas, Kalen Houston, Axel, Axel Olsen mangholt Tyler Nilsen, Shane Nilsen, Fassi Sayan, Jacob Christos, Chris Cook, Skip Dippity, Tim Chesson, Jose Bulibaba-Cordova, Daniel Squire, Tom, Derek Sanskrit, and Damian McAleese.
0: Uh, thank you guys so much. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank
2: you, thank you, thank you.
0: Uh, For anybody that is listening to this, if it is your first time, if you're just one of our listeners who listens uh, when this hits iTunes or your other podcast service every single week and don't give us any money, thank you for listening. We really, really appreciate it. If you do want to give us money, we are chasing that next tier of our Patreon uh, to get better mic equipment. And uh, get better cameras for when we do this live for our video backers and for live streams we want to do in the future. You go to patreon.com slash continue podcast. You can back us there. Uh, If you back us, there are multiple tiers. You get the thank you. If you give $5, you get access to the show early and you get access to the discord where we talk throughout the day. And just natter on at each other about Kingdom Hearts. It's the freaking best. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs>
1: uh, and um, we have a new pets channel, too. We, we I know it's optional. Awesome. Show pictures. Yeah. It's so good. People try
0: picture of pets uh, with us on the Continue Podcast Discord. It's a wonderful, wonderful place. Uh, if you do not feel like doing that, another thing that really, really helps the show, and we would love it if you would do, is go to iTunes and leave us a review. It helps the podcast stay visible to new listeners, and it means a lot to us. And in exchange for doing this, you're entered into a random drawing for a free game. Dave, who's getting a game this yes. week? The free game is going
1: to D. Sanskrit. So I'm guessing that's Derek Sanskrit. That is Derek oh, Sanskrit. Yay! Yeah, Yay! Derek Yay! Sanskrit
0: gets a for... free game. Leaving
1: us a review on iTunes, so hit me up, and we'll get you a free game. Nice.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Derek. Um, everybody, we will see you in a week's time. Uh, Susan, in the meantime, where can people find you?
2: Uh, people can find me on Twitter, uh, at Susan Arndt, or you can find me each and every week on Pocket Gamer, where I will tell you about the games you need on your phone, tablet, or Switch. Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts. Where uh, you said phone tablet?
0: I was like, <laughs> "There's a comma. Phone, <laughs> phone comma. phone, comma, tablet.
1: Yeah, okay. Phone, uh, comma, digital th- downloads. Digital downloads. tablet. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at David Robots. Uh. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I just ordered the this uh, really sweet uh, box set of old Marlene Dietrich movies. I'm gonna watch, so you probably get some of my tweets about those once
0: I. (laughs) dig into that set i'm really excited uh you guys can follow me at a john agnello on twitter and you can catch my writing these days at the av club and you can also follow this podcast on twitter it's twitter.com slash continue pod thank you very much everybody we'll see you next week